Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Friday, December 23rd. Coming up, an iconic bakery that started in the heart of the Croatian community in Kansas City, Kansas, is having a good year, despite an uncertain economy. In hard times, you go back to the things that bring you memories, that that help you remember the times that weren't quite so hard, and we're one of those things. We'll learn more about the intoxicating aroma of baking povetica. In the same neighborhood, the Easy Inn looks like your average dive bar, but to its cast of regular patrons, it's more than that. I know all of the people that come here for the most part. Makes me feel like home, you know. There's always a a seat at the bar for me. We'll hear what keeps regulars coming back to the Easy Inn. But first, some headlines. Temperatures are expected to remain below zero for the next few days. KCUR's Savannah Holly Bates reports some of Kansas City's unhoused residents are seeking shelter on the streetcar. Users can ride the streetcar continually during the extreme cold. It runs until 11 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 1 a.m. Friday and Saturday. And with most of the area shelters at or near capacity, even with added beds, the warm transit has become an invaluable resource. Jacob Hopkins is a security officer for downtown KC and supervises the streetcar. He says it's an important tool for those needing temporary shelter from the cold. It's just, yeah, people trying to stay warm if they're out here on the streets or, you know, whether or not they're uh, riding to get to work or not. The Kansas City area is under a wind chill warning until noon Saturday, and temperatures are expected to feel like up to 30 degrees below zero. Crews from the Missouri Department of Transportation and Kansas City are working to clear roads after the intense winter storm. But Kansas City Police Officer Donna Drake says she foresees a large number of accidents due to high winds blowing snow. She says road temperatures are well below freezing, so ice will continue to be a problem. Just because the road may look clear, um, I just would caution people, if you don't have to leave your house, you know, if you can stay inside and maybe work from home, I would encourage people to do that. MoDOT encourages people to check its traveler information map, which shows the conditions of major roads and interstates before driving. That's at traveler.modot.org. We'll be back after this. You listen to Kansas City Today every day because we're your local, reliable news source. You take us seriously. But now it's time to have some fun. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host Ari Shapiro is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org radioactive. At one time, you had to know someone to get a loaf of povetica, the sweet bread Eastern Europeans brought to the United States. But as KCUR's Laura Ziegler found, a bakery that started in the Croatian community of Strawberry Hill in Kansas City, Kansas, is sending the bread nationwide and trying to preserve a Croatian culture. The holiday open house at the Strawberry Hill Bakery had the vibe of a cheery folk festival on a cold December Saturday. Food, music, and memories tucked into the lobby. 
bakery opened four decades ago at 5th and Barnett in the heart of the Croatian community in Kansas City, Kansas. Harley O'Leary opened the first bakery in 1984 after his relatives brought the recipe with them through Ellis Island at the turn of the century. Now, three locations later, Harley's two sons, Mark and Dennis, operate this 60,000-square-foot state-of-the-art facility off Frontage Road in Merriam. It's big enough to hold more than seven basketball courts. We call this kind of our Croatian Welcome Center because you can come in here, there's windows, you can watch us bake, watch us do everything that we do here, obviously hear music and, and samples. And that story, if we weren't telling it, might be lost by now. The Kansas City Croatian band Hrvatski Obichai played traditional Croatian songs and Christmas carols on the tambura, instruments looking like different sizes of mandolins, considered the national instruments of Croatia. Katrina McKessick and her husband Rick have worked to keep the group together, but she worries about the dwindling commitment to preserving Croatian heritage. I don't know if there's interest, quite frankly. We do it because we love it, and it's part of our heritage, but I can't force people to do something that they're not interested in doing. But Mark O'Leary and his brother Dennis believe immigrant stories are often told through food, in their case, the swirled pastry bread known as povetica. O'Leary pushes open the bakery door, and we're instantly inhaling the intoxicating aroma of sugar and cinnamon baking in a buttery pastry shell. Oh my god, that smell. It's the smell of family and history for Mark, who is now 54. Great-grandmother would gather her friends. They'd, they'd show up at her house early, 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning. They'd, yeah. I remember this. They would roust everybody out of bed. They'd take the bed sheets and they'd wash the bed sheets, put them on the big clotheslines outside, come in and make their dough, make their filling. Then bring those bed sheets inside and lay them on the kitchen table. They'd stretch that dough, paper thin, spread it generously with filling, and pull up the edges of the sheet so the filled dough would roll quickly into a tidy layered log. On today's bakery floor, 80-gallon metal tubs of sugary walnut, lemon, and cherry filling wait for dough to be stretched into thin sheets. Now watch this. So we'll take dough, we'll put it in this hopper up here. O'Leary looks up at a baker who's dropping baseball-sized pieces of dough into a funnel at the top of a big machine. They'll come out the other end flattened into sheets roughly the size of a large oval tortilla. Then that sheet goes through a second machine, basically a giant electric rolling pin, to flatten it even more. At that point, it's probably two, uh, maybe an eighth of an inch or one sixteenth of an inch thick. Once it comes out of the second sheeter, it is then called a skin. That skin is so thin that you can actually read a newspaper through it. The skins are then transferred to long wooden tables where bakers in white aprons and blue hairnets brush each one with a liberal coat of filling. We're going to make it rain with a little white chocolate there. So that finishes off our white chocolate cherry. Here's where the magic comes in. The magic for O'Leary is watching the bakers lift up that table covering, just like his grandmother did with the bed sheets, to roll the dough into a layered tube of sugary swirled pastry ready to be folded into a bread tin and baked. O'Leary says the Strawberry Hill Bakery will sell 600,000 loaves before the end of the year, most of them during this holiday season. In spite of the uncertain economy, he says sales are up this year. In hard times, you go back to the things that bring you memories, the things that, that, that help you remember the times that weren't quite so hard, and we're one of those things. And here at the Strawberry Hill Bakery, times are good.
For KCUR 89.3, I'm Laura Ziegler. Today, we're starting an occasional series about Kansas City's neighborhood joints and the customers who bring them to life. KCUR's Salisa Kalakal and Allison Harris got to know the regulars at another local spot in Strawberry Hill, the Easy Inn. When you walk in, it feels like grandma's basement. Like, you know, like when your mom would like, your grandma would like, oh, like here's a little bit of brandy from my liquor cabinet. Like that's how it feels. Like the leather seats, the carpet on the floor. My name is Taylor Sanchez. I'm 28 years old. Well, first off, the bartender plays really stupid DMX Christmas bangers, and that's a really big reason why I like to come here pretty often. My name is David Austin Perez. My age is 27 years old, and I've been coming here for about two years now. There's a general vibe that's around like this bar in particular. As you see with like dimmer lights, like it, it's a more mellow atmosphere. Everyone's always like down to play a game of pool or, or just talk with you, play whatever, you know, anything can happen. And yeah, well, it's just a comfortable vibe. I've been coming here. Well, I guess it goes back to when Blake had Blind Tiger, which was a bar in Westport, and then they closed. He bought Colonial Club, um, I don't know, that was probably four, five years ago, and now it's the Easy Inn. So I've been coming, I've been coming to Blake's bars for seven years, probably. I think I started coming here because I started to realize that there's a very strong sense of community here. Sure, I am Dan Doty. I am 40 years old, and I've been coming here for about two and a half years. I think it's the cast of characters that keeps me coming back. There are so many uh, different people represented here as far as race, ethnicity, age, sex, you, know, you name it, it's all here. But also, everybody has fun together, which I think is really important. Uh, I say this is my cheers. Um, I am literally one of those people that I walk in the door. It takes me 12 minutes to get a drink because I have to say hello to everybody. Uh, my name is Joey Cartwright. I am 32 years old, and I've been coming here for about two years. I met the owner of this bar uh, coming here as a regular often, and we hit it off really good, and uh, eventually he asked me when I was in between jobs if uh, I would like to become his assistant for some of his property management, and then uh, it went on to me partially running the bar. When I first started coming here, one of the bartenders introduced me to White Claws, which I'd never had before. I'd never even had a seltzer. And it was my very first seltzer, and I was like, oh, I really like these. So I started drinking a lot of White Claws. And so I, I put a jar out, because I wanted to turn the, the tabs of the White Claws into chain mail, because they have the multicolored tabs. And so I put a jar with my face on it in, this would have been January or February of that year. And I told everyone at the bar to tell everyone, if you have a White Claw, take your White Claw tab and put it in the jar. And I collected these tabs over months and months and months. And then I created a, a whole chain mail suit and made, I made cardboard out, armor out of the White Claw boxes. And I was the, the White Claw Knight for Halloween. As I came in with the costume, so many people that were at the bar had actually contributed to the costume. I don't think it's really changed at all, and I think that's what I like about it, honestly, is that it's the same. I know what to expect every time I come here. 
like, and that's why I come here, because I don't like to go outside of my, my little comfort circle, you know? So I know all of the people that come here for the most part. Makes me feel like home, you know? There's always a, a seat at the bar for me. Uh, this place has a lot of soul, and I think that's what separates it, mostly because they, they make an effort to make it different for the seasons and for events. And there's that sense of this is not just a place you come get a beer, it's a place you come to have a sense of community. Salisa Kalakal and Allison Harris produced that story. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read Laura's story about Povetitsa and Allison and Salisa's story about the Easy Inn, visit kcur.org, where you can find more arts and culture coverage from Kansas City's NPR station. Thanks for listening. We're taking Monday off for Christmas, but we'll see you on Tuesday. Tuesday.